and pigs don't know pigs stink. So I'm just going to believe that and I probably smell. Oh my God. That's so true. Yeah. Moonbeam show. I'm Stella. Hey Stella, what I'm up? Moonbeam. Oh hey girl. Hi. Hey. Today we're talking about self-care. Self-care. I feel like that's a hot topic right now. I was gonna say, I feel like it's like all up in the common language words. Lexicon. Yes. It's like millennial pink. It is! I love that so many people are thinking about it mm-hmm. and talking about it. Yeah. And doing it, hopefully. Yeah. So, so let's kick it off with a mindfulness moon moment, moonbeam. Oh, look at that. A mindfulness moonbeam moment. Sure. That I stole. Yeah. Okay. Sure. So if we're always trying to get away from difficult emotions, how can we understand them? Mindfulness is to be at ease with the mind as it is. Mm-hmm. I think so many people try and shy away from the, the more difficult emotions yeah. like anger. Right. And I love to just feel all them shits. Yeah, at certain times. I mean, I don't love being angry. You don't want to, like, sit in it. Because I feel like when you dig down underneath anger, there's, like, hurt and pain and sadness. And people are like, nah. I don't have the time. I don't want to explore that. I understand why. I have no desire to feel that. There's no one who goes to a movie being like, is this this terrible and makes me going to question all my whole life and make me feel sad? Because that's what I want. going to make me mad. I want to get into that. Here's my 1750. Yeah. I personally like to feel the whole spectrum, but I've always been that way. So for me, it's not challenging. Right. I understand for many that it is. But I think I learned about self-care a few years ago when I was experiencing depression, but it was fully undiagnosed at that point. Mm -hmm. And I think most of the things I attempted to do Mm -hmm. when I wasn't feeling well Mm -hmm. had very little impact on me. Hmm. So I would like to talk about the difference between self-care when you're well and self-care when you're unwell. Right. But okay, so I wrote down a couple of different versions of what self-care could look like for myself. So when you're well. When I'm well... I like a long bath. I think you mean bath. I like to get into the bath. Okay. And sit in there and get myself some music going Mm -hmm. and some candles Mm -hmm. going. Mm -hmm. Phone is not available during bath time. I also always find that kind of silly. I'm like, you're going to wrap that shit. Just leave it. Just leave it. Well, it's scary. Yeah. It's scary. It's slippery in there. Yeah. And yes, just leave it. Put your tunes on. Mm -hmm. Your friends can wait 30 Mm -hmm. minutes. And that's even a message to me because I am very responsive on the text. Oh, I'm not. I just put my phone places and walk away. You're pretty good. I just went on like a high shelf. But you're still same day. Oh, yeah. I'm not like off the grid. You're you're same day. Yeah, but I try to do like, you know, after like 7 o'clock. I'm like same minute. It <laughs> <laughs> feels really rude because I don't get same minute responses. So if you're telling me that's your pattern, oh, shoot. I'm going to go ahead and call you out oh, and be like, shoot. I do not get that response. Well, anyhow. So I love a long bath. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. Uh, I do enjoy a long walk. One of my favorite things, my biggest jam, is to literally sunset. Oh, yeah. 
It is so good and I recognize that everyone in different states may not have the opportunity to do this. I live in LA. Sucks for you if you don't have sun 350 days a year. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you. But it's also like we have both, I know when you've traveled and I was living here and you would visit, you were specifically requested to sunset. Yep. And I know I've done it like I've had to leave when it's too much darkness in the city. Oh my God. I would have to like not be there for a moment. Yeah. No, I need the sun. And there's people who definitely use those, like, sun lamps, which I'm like, yeah. It's we not have the same. them. The happy lamp. The happy lamp. It's I did mixed. use that. It's for sure. It's a thing. It's a tool. Yeah. I think it's super helpful for... Uh, su- seasonal. Seasonal. Yeah. I was going to call it super depressive. Slash the East Coast, I feel like. It kind of is West. super depressive. Super depressive. But super sad. But S-A-D. Yeah. Yeah. But, so yeah, I do love Sunset. My therapist, one of my therapists on staff mm-hmm. told me 15 minutes is a good barometer. Yeah. Like, give yourself Because you get 15. exposure, you get that vitamin D, but you're not getting all the UV. Yeah. UV. UV. You actually do need so much more vitamin D than we're all getting. So it's so simple, but just getting yourself some sun yeah. or even a vitamin D pill right. can be a mood booster. And I know that because I've done it. Yeah. So that's my jam. Going to the beach is probably my number one. Yeah. I love the ocean. I yeah. don't want to get in it, but I want to be right next oh, to I it. I love the ocean. It's I love cold, swimming in it. And I'm and I bet there are diapers in there. Oh, there are. I'll let you know. That's that's I don't want to swim true. with diapers. Also, have you ever thought about how fish that's their bathroom? So Of course I've thought about it. Yeah. Fish are pooping all over my feet. All over it. There's crabs everywhere. I might be stepping on a creature. I don't have the time for it, but yeah. I do want to be right next to it. And I want to breathe, and I want that sun. Adjacent. Yes. I want to be just, I want to see it right in front of me. So that's your self-care. Yes. I do face mask Mondays, mm-hmm. which everyone is welcome to join. Okay. And that is a big self-care moment for me because I have to do it. I have an alarm on my phone. Totally. And it makes you like unplug and do something for yourself. Yeah. And it's like, I literally am making my skin glow and be perfect. Hmm. Shh. Okay. And so there's that. And then I think those are my main things. And maybe just like getting a treat, getting whatever is my favorite thing, which for me is like some vegan ass ice cream or something. Yeah. I found for um, me with treats like that, I used to be like, oh, self-care is like getting that pint of Ben and Jerry's, I'm doing my life, whatever. And then I evolved where I'm like, sometimes self-care is don't do that. Don't put weird shit in your body. I know. That's also caring for yourself. But I'm I'm not knocking myself who's done either way. I'm just saying yeah. I've sometimes I have to be like, wait, what would actually be serving me and what would be self-care in this moment? Because it can look really differently. Well, then that comes back down to intention, right? Yes. So that is a big piece of it. Here's what I intend this to do for me. Yeah, am I doing this to numb my feelings or am I doing this as like a, woo, I'm celebrating. Yeah, I think if there's ice cream involved, I'm celebrating. Sad ice cream? I mean, I think that's more something I see on sitcoms. I generally am pretty excited. Right. Women actually don't get broken up with and go sit on the couch with a pint of ice cream and I cry. I never understood that. that we don't do so that. so weird to me. I feel like that takes away, like, wouldn't the cookie dough you're digging out make you immediately happy? Yeah. What else? Hello. It's delicious. Yeah. Okay. And then a big one for me is binging feel-good television. Yeah, you know... I love feel-good television, and I hate when people are like, well, you should watch this, and it's serious, and a drama, and I'm like... I don't want that. I don't feel... That doesn't make me feel good. I only want to watch things while I'm like... (laughs) You know. 
Can you do that again? <laughs> but yeah, no, I want the dumb shit. The dumb laugh out loud. Yeah. I want ridiculous. Yeah. I want what I like whatever you think is funny. That's what I want. And I, I want to watch Arrested it. Development and find a new joke each oh, time. And it's be like, what? What did you say? Job. Yeah. Uh, Gobe. Job. Stella. Yep. Tell me the things you do for yourself when you're feeling good. Thanks so much for asking. You're welcome. Um, okay, when I'm feeling good, listening to music is great and it seems so simple but I will say it has fallen out of my life at different times Hmm. and I find it's either when I'm like going through a depression or like I just become very disconnected and I forget how good I feel yeah about it and so now I actively try to be like listen to music just so I don't lose touch and like so like putting on a record um, you have a record player yeah my number one jam of all time since I was two years old is What's Love Got to Do With It? Oh, and I'm just like, uh, uh, yes. Uh, 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 and I think Mama Tina is just like, them really. shoulders, them legs. <laughs> like, oh, not that though. I don't care. It's a match. That makes me feel so good. <laughs> and also, I'm like, this isn't even like a very upbeat song. Like, we're really questioning some relationship stuff here. I know. However, that beat, you're like, uh, mm, 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 mm. I mean, <laughs> oh. That's a good one. Yeah. I get into that. I mean, I can put on the Spotify too. Whatever. I have Bluetooth. But you have Tina in your pocket. Tina. It's oh, my number one. Yeah. Um, so music is a big one. Sometimes if I'm like really trying to, a little dance party with music really just shakes it up, makes me really happy. I have a playlist called Happy Jams. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. So solo dance parties are actually my truest form of self-care that oh, I forgot yeah. about until you just said it. Hey, you forget about them. I love a solo dance party. Oh, yeah. What else do you love, Stella? Um, I do baths sometimes. Okay. You know, I mean, it is like, for me, it is like the being quiet. So like, I, I do meditations, but also sometimes it's like pulling a card from a deck or like just sitting with crystals and it's like being with intention and checking in with what I need. Because sometimes it's like self-care means calling someone. It means reaching out. Sometimes self-care means I have to write and get it out. And sometimes it means there's nothing to be done. Just don't yeah. do anything. Yeah. It's kind of always changing. Yeah. But it's like, it's fluid. Yeah. It doesn't have to be any one specific thing. No. Those are like in my tool belt. Yeah. Readily accessible. But I mean, sometimes like, ugh, a bath just seems like, ugh. I agree. And I mean, honestly, I was low-key lying about the bath stuff because I don't take them that often. <laughs> but I want to. Like if I had a really good, like... My my friend has the biggest tub I've ever seen oh, in my life. Yeah. If I had her tub, yeah, you get it. I'd be in it all the time. Yeah. But truthfully, I'd probably take one a month. Yeah, that's fine. But I douche every other day of the month, so oh, it's cool. Fine. So a bath or a glass of wine can be self care, and sometimes it's like either like checking out or like it seems to be like that'd be the cute thing to do, and it's like no. Yeah. I don't want that. I don't want that. Yeah, I feel that. I mean, honestly, a long ass shower mm-hmm. oh, does a lot for shower. me. Yeah, and I do with or without music. Yeah, both feed me, and yeah. I take them for too long. Yeah, and even though we're always in a drought in California, always. But you it's know, what? that's my me time. Let's dig into some self care when we're not feeling well. Oh god, that is the less glamorous stuff. It's also sometimes the opposite, where it's like, okay, if I'm napping while well, I do not usually need to nap while not well, because it's just like, okay, well, now you aren't moving ever Mm. during the day. You know what I mean? Like, me sleeping can be a pro or a con, just depending. Absolutely. And I think 
a lot of the sort of stuff that falls into the self-care column when unwell can actually just be stuff that you do every single day when you're feeling better. Yeah. So for me, that is brushing my teeth. Right. Combing my hair. Oh my God. And don't let me put my hair into two braids because that's like, (laughs) I'm ready for the ball. You know, I generally have to still work when I'm going through a depression. Yeah. And I'm just like, sometimes it'll take all day to be like, all right, but if one o'clock comes, you got to respond to that email. Uh, Yes. And I'm very good about it, actually. Like, I don't leave things for work, at least. Um, I don't not respond within 24 hours. Yeah. And so I have that hard cut off, but sometimes it takes all of the energy everywhere to just be like, you know what? Don't even go to your desktop. Just like... Put your laptop on your belly. Yes. And just hit reply and just write, got it. Yeah. And I'm like, whew. But it's incredible how hard that can seem. It's like summiting a mountain. I know. It's so hard. But it it can be the difference between those two mental states is, is so big. Yeah. And... So I think that it's important to remind ourselves that there is something called boring self-care. Right. And I think I told you there's a girl I follow who I love so much on Twitter. Yeah. Her name is Beth McCall. Yes. And she writes very candidly and openly about mental health. And uh, from what I understand, she has both depression and anxiety, but she kind of understands more of a wide spectrum. Yeah. But she talks a lot about... When she isn't well, which I really appreciate because I think more of us should tell people, mm-hmm. I'm not good today. And she announces it to her like 50,000 Twitter followers. Right. Which I think is really valuable. Yeah. But so she writes on a Patreon, which I'm sure you're familiar with. Mm-hmm. And she wrote an article about boring self-care. Yeah. And she put together a list of like a hundred things you can do yeah. that still count. They do. And so that's the important thing. Like, you don't focus on the things that you're not doing. Right. You focus on the things you are doing and accomplishing. Totally. And the thing that's really cool about that is, like, well, yeah, they can have a direct effect. But also, you start to build rapport with yourself again. Like, I did something, and this was good. Yes. You know? And, like, okay, well, I can do that. And you start to, like, build up your track record and start to trust yourself again. Because sometimes when you're, like, in it, you're, like, I don't. No, and I'm terrible. And then now I'm failing yet again. And like, I didn't even do that. And it just becomes a whole fucking mess. It's so easy to fall into that negative pattern of telling yourself everything is wrong. When that's just not true, that's a lie. Yeah. Judgment tunnel. Yeah. It's terrible. And I'm guilty of it too. Yeah. But now I make myself a physical list that I keep at eye level. Yeah. And on the list are the simplest things that I know I'm capable of accomplishing. Yeah. And it really helps me mentally to be able to tick off that item and say, right. yeah, girl, you did that. Uh-huh. Because I did. I did do something. Yeah. So it can literally just be as simple as um, getting some water into your body. Yep. Just go ahead and pour that glass. That is self-care. It is. Drinking water. You actually need water, and sometimes when you're stuck on a couch, it is a big ordeal to it like is. move into the other room and, and get it. Get a glass. Yeah. And fill your body with water. Yeah. And I think a lot of times we don't have the same cravings, right? If we're Mm-mm. if if I'm in a depressive episode, I'm not necessarily thinking about my favorite foods and I'm not thinking about maintaining a good amount of water in my body. No. 
So we might not crave water, but getting yeah. up and getting yourself that glass and filling yourself up with eight ounces yeah. is a really good thing to do for yourself when you're not well. You know, water is a big thing in general because now I'm thinking about it and I'm like, sometimes washing your face, like it like brings yep. you back to life yep. or taking a shower. Honestly, I'm like not hitting that shower every day if I'm having some problems. No. And getting in the shower is like... Oh, it's like Mama Earth came back to you, and you are 80% water, so like no shit. This yeah. is like understandable, but it feels like this really different connection, you know, just water in any on you, in you, whatevs. It's cleansing mm-hmm. in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's a big part of it. Uh, moving your pile of clothing from one section of your home to another one. <laughs> I mean, just push, pushing your messes around. Yeah, or like putting the pile in the hamper. Who knows? You know what I used to do is I don't. I'm a lot better with the dishes now. But when I lived alone, I would like be like, I'm not gonna wash these dishes, but I'm gonna organize them in my sink. And so I would stack them and, yeah. and rinse them. And I was like, that's what I got. And I would walk away. I have done that. Yeah. And then I'm like, maybe I'll revisit this. But I was like, at least they're like clean in the sink. Sure. You know? And they're in a nice pattern now. They look better. Yes. And that's intimidating. (laughs) Well, you know what? I think I sent you too that thing about hyperfixation because I never really understood what it meant. But I think that it kind of, I was doing it without understanding the term, Mm -hmm. but sometimes we can fixate on something like a television show when we're feeling anxious or depressed. Mm -hmm. And you can hyper fixate on something like that, like your dishes, your cabinet, your sock drawer, your whatever. And then you can maybe organize it. Another thing too is make the doctor's appointment. Or, or the dentist's appointment or whatever the thing is that you have not been doing for several weeks. And what you just said is really important because sometimes it's not – it's like going to the doctor feels like the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, we'll break that down. Sure. Schedule the appointment. Step one. Or like get that phone number. You don't even have it. You don't even yeah. know where you're going. It's right. like, okay, you can just – there's a little bit you could break off. No, that. I know. Sometimes the end result seems so daunting that we just don't mm-hmm. even begin the task. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, I think today I can – go on to Yelp and find my dentist's office phone number. Yeah. And that counts. Yeah. But so that's kind of my whole point is that no matter what you're doing, if you're doing a thing for yourself and you know that it's a positive thing for yourself, that counts. Mm -hmm. So to focus on those things that you're doing versus all of the things that you're not doing, because we already know Mm -hmm. you're not going to accomplish all those things. No. It's ridiculous, even on a good day. Yeah, and don't pressure yourself, and don't be mean to yourself if you don't get it done. Yeah. It's chill. And if you do happen to wash your hair, wow. Great. Look at you, girl. You got some clean ass hair. That's better than me, and I'm fine right now. All right, so a thing that really comes to mind, an experience that I had when I was pre-diagnosis, pre-medication. Yes. And I had extreme anxiety. We're talking about unrelenting all day long, every day, thought. every thought imaginable. Oh, yes. In my head, coming at me at the exact same time, I was unable to do much. Yeah, yeah. And I felt terrible. I felt I felt bad every single day, all day long. Yeah. So everyone on the internet says to go for a run. Fuck the internet. Feeling stressed out, feeling anxious, feeling depressed. Go for a run. And you were like, this isn't the Moonbeam internet because that's not applicable. You know, I knew that it wasn't going to help, but I wasn't doing much else. Right. So I forced myself this one night to go for a run. And at that point, I think I hadn't left my apartment for a couple of days. So 
whenever that happens, like you're a shut in and then you leave your home, the whole world outside seems just yeah. like too much. Yeah. So I go for a run. It's nighttime. Yeah. And it's, I lived in Brooklyn at the time and there was actually a really nice path, like heading towards the, uh, the prospect park. Right. And it was a nice pathway where a lot of people go running. Yeah. So I'm like, this is the perfect case scenario. Yeah. So I do the run. I feel bad the entire time. There's no point that my brain switches over and is fixed. Yeah. So I feel horribly. I'm almost back towards my home and I realize I have lost my keys. Oh, shit. I don't have my house keys anymore. So this is like really helpful. So what happened was mm -hmm. my intention mm. to take care of me mm. based on what the internet told me. Mm-hmm. Uh, failed miserably. Yeah. I'm going to tell you, not everything you read on the internet is for you and is not real. So, Well, thank you so much. Yeah, just go ahead and tell yourself back. If I you learned... Hop in that time machine. Thank you so much. So I text my best friend, and I'm like, dude, who I had already told, I'm not feeling well today, yeah. I'm going for a run, and I'm like, dude, my keys are gone. Dude. I'm in a full panic. Mm -hmm. Nothing's working. Yeah. And I just want to shut down. And I literally, would, if a sewer opened up, I would hop into it. Yeah. And that just would be my new home. Yep. Because I feel There's like things way. would be easier in this yeah. year. Yeah, it's a lot to take on. So she's like, okay, here's what you need to do. You're going to walk very slowly and trace every single step you took. And oh, you like think the keys popped out? I, I know that they do because the end of the story is I found my keys. Jeez. So I had them in like a pocket yeah. and I didn't like, whatever, runners do, do all this crazy stuff with their keys. I haven't been a runner for many years. So I just took my keys on a run like a person and the whole keys. Where you're just like swinging them around. <laughs> yeah. Your finger like doing a little dance, yeah. waving them. Yeah. No, I put them in a pocket and me bouncing all around. Popped them out of my no, pocket, yeah. and they fell out. And thankfully, I found them. Like yeah. retracing my steps, what she told me to do. Totally. But guess what? When I got back home, I was like, "That's it. There's no yeah. more runs." No, that's not your thing. That's the end of the runs. I will say, I actually have. I didn't lose my keys, but I did try to also solve um, an anxiety depression with running. Yeah. And what happened? I was also when I was living in Brooklyn. I was living on Ocean Parkway. Yeah. So there's like a beautiful, like it's a wide trail like you can just run you know it's meant for pedestrians and shit and you're you know you're not disturbed sure I had to wait till like midnight because my anxiety was so bad like anytime I would hear someone I'd be like because <gasps> I get social anxiety so yeah. I would like slam that door if I heard footsteps which ended up happening so I finally go out at like midnight and then I keep thinking I'm like seeing people and then I had to play this game of like running to the next block so they wouldn't see me and I will say it felt like... You were playing tag with strangers. Exactly. And it was like fight or flight at its finest. I'm Aww. like, I'm sure like the levels of adrenaline going through my body are not healthy. You felt real fear. Real fear. Oh, and no. I know it's like not justified. You'd be like, what? No, no one but cared. It, is, it was, And it was it safe. Was in your brain. That's the thing. It was safe. No one was actually trying to get me. It was a beautiful neighborhood, but like it was terrible. It was a terrible idea. It only reinforced and like doubled down on the right. anxiety. You know, like, I didn't even want to leave my house. And then once I did, it was like, this is why. But that's just, that. my my takeaway from that is that you can still try the thing. Yeah. Like, sure, I survived my run. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> I'm okay. Uh, but you can still try the thing. But if you don't like it, you don't have, have to be. do it. It's like, know thyself. I, we, I have a friend who loves to run. That's her meditation. Yeah. That's her exercise. I heard about it. That's her clearing out. Good for you. Yeah. Congratulations. Run. She's saving me and I was like, bye, have a great run. 
I'm gonna be I'll on be the couch. sleeping. <laughs> yeah. Just check you in I'll, an hour. I'll be sitting in the sun. I will have done nothing. And I'll see you back when you when you make your circle back. And those are here. both of our self cares. Yeah. You know. I approve of that message. Yeah. I just feel like what you said about everything not being for you is super important because mm -hmm. one thing is when you come out to your friends and family and colleagues or whatever and say, Hey, I have, I struggle with mental health right. issues. They're going to be like, Oh my God, here's all you need to be fixed. Oh my God. That's the worst. They all have all the answers. And I'm like, dude, number one, you don't have depression. So I'm going to need you to zip it. Yeah. Because you actually don't know what it feels like. And number two, Stop telling me to go for a damn run. Yeah, and three, like, even if you have depression, it's very different. Like, between you and I, there's similarities, but there's they're not the same, 100%. and they feel different. Your experience is yours, and mine is mine. I learned this breathing technique. Oh, yeah. From, from one of my therapists that has helped me greatly. Okay. So I just want to pay it forward. Yeah. So it's super simple. It's literally just, I call it 777. Yeah. But you kind of sit up but slumped, so not good posture. Okay. And then you breathe in for seven. Uh-huh. You hold for seven. Yeah, yeah. And you breathe out for seven. Oh, yeah. And you don't raise your shoulders, so right. it comes all into your diaphragm. Diaphragm, yeah. And what super, super helps me when doing that exercise is to hold my diaphragm or, like, my belly uh -huh. and to focus on the actual breath. So you can feel it? Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. And it. that helps ground. I do it for five minutes. I think five is, like, the suggested time right but that is one of the things that without medication for those of us who don't want to be on meds ever that's chill too but we still have our moments of heightened anxiety yeah. that breathing exercise brings me back into reality that's cool so i've actually done that in like yoga classes and then yeah like, yeah there's a i think it's I don't remember what it's called, but it activates this nerve, sympathetic nerve mm, system mm -hmm. in your body. Mm -hmm. And so it re it, there is science behind it. Mm -hmm. It's not just like Moonbeam's tip of the day that she pulled out of her butt. Thank God, because I don't want to see that. I do have a tip that's coming next. That no, thanks. just came from my butt. Me. Okay. Thank you for listening to the Stella and Moonbeam show. Our theme music is by David Bowick. You can find his info and other notes in our show notes. And again, we need your reviews and your ratings on Apple Podcasts. So go ahead and leave one. Thanks so much. All right. Well. All right. So self-care. Are we done? Great. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> so loud.